This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So um, I'm delighted to welcome Kerry Dixon back for our second Chidge and Kerry Chelsea Fancast preview show. Uh, thanks to me disappearing on holiday. But Kerry, how are you, mate? I'm fine, thank you, Dave. Um, obviously glad to have you back. Um, I hope you had a nice <laughs> holiday. I did. You had no problem. Um, and and it's good to be on the second uh, um, Fancast. Um, enjoyed the last one, and uh, hopefully the topics of conversation will be. Um, beneficial to certain people's ears who choose to listen to the programme. That's what we all hope, mate. So thank you yet again for, for coming on. Um, I'm going to kick off, actually, by, you know, like I quite like to do when I get you on the show, to, to going back to the past, actually, because uh, there's a couple of uh, couple of games I remember that you played in against United back in the 80s, which, which always kind of spring to mind. And I just wondered if they had good memories for you. But that was the 2-0 up there and the 1-0 up there, both in 1986, where, of course, you scored all of Chelsea's goals. Uh, was it 2-0, 2-1? I think it might have been 2-1. 2-1, I don't actually, know yeah. Your, your memory. Yeah, your memory, I was going to say, normally better than mine. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I remember a 2-1 a night game in 86. Yeah. I actually believe that it was the game that got, that got me to the World Cup. Really? Um yeah, I mean, Don Howe told me at the time he was in the stand watching, and I'd had an injury, many people back then would remember, against Liverpool in the January, and I wasn't quite the same player for a period of time, a groin injury, mm. stomach, torn stomach area, and uh, it was the only two goals I actually got, I think, after after I'd come back from the injury, and uh, it went quite well. We won 2-1, and yeah, so that's a great memory. And and the 1-0, I think, and I might be wrong here, Tony Golden saved a couple of penalties, or they missed a penalty. And we, I scored after about four minutes or so, and we got bombarded for a bit. But we managed to hang on. And uh, I have to say, Manchester United's been, a, over the years, a pretty happy hunting ground for Chelsea. I mean, records have been in and out during my time, certainly nine years at the club. I, I don't remember getting beat too often. And I think we had a pretty decent overall record against them. 
Yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? Because I think most people, of course, that that time when you were playing against them, actually, you're right. In fact, that that one nil against United in in September of '86 in the new season, uh, and you're right, Tony Godden did save two penalties, I think. But that was uh, not shortly after that. Ron Atkinson got the boot, and uh, and Ferguson came in. So, kind of people's assumption that, of course, you know, United have always been better than Chelsea is not true. And I I agree with you. I think we had a decent record against them even in those days. Yep, and uh, obviously everyone's hoping that record continues. I think the, the more recent record, of course, is is, is good as well. Um, I, I actually, do you know what? I I, I'm not a man for stats, Carrie, as you probably know, but uh, I can tell yeah. you that um, United have only won one of the last 14 games against Chelsea in the Premier League, and they've lost uh, more times at Stamford Bridge in the Premier League than anywhere else. Well... It, it doesn't surprise me. I always remember these games quite fondly. Um, United did have the s- slight upper hand, I think, in the Fergie times. But uh, mm. by and large, since I can remember being involved with the club up to present day, I think Chelsea have had a decent record. So, roll on Sunday. Too right, the problem, mate. Of course, uh, the problem, of course, we're going to have, Dave, is, is Jose Mourinho coming back. I don't know if that's a problem or a, or a pleasure for some. Um but the famous Park Your Bus when team when he was in charge of Chelsea and teams come and did it. Tottenham, of course, was the one that coined the phrase, I think. But um, by and large, he had a game plan against Liverpool, Jose, and um, I just wonder whether he'll do a similar sort of um, set-up to Chelsea to try and thwart them, or he'll actually come out and try and uh, win the game to prove a point. Yeah, it'd be. Re- I mean, it'll be interesting, isn't it? Because I mean, it clear- clearly Jose did what he does in situations like that last week against Liverpool, and he completely parked the bus. I mean, do you really think he'll do that against us? I mean, the way that I look at it is that, you know, we're fifth, we've got sixteen points. They're seventh, they've got fourteen points. You know, you know what Jose's like. He will not want to lose this match because of that, but also because he's coming back to what he kind of sees as home. So I- it all points to him parking the bus, doesn't it, mate? I actually do think he sees it as home as well. Um, obviously, his departure uh, wasn't one of his choosing um, last season. Um, I hope he gets a decent reception. He's, he still is our best ever manager. But in terms of parking the bus, I don't expect a classic. You know, I think it's a classic in terms of atmosphere. I just hope it's not a damp squib like it was uh, Red Monday, as they built it up to be. Um, I hope <laughs> it is a decent game, and I hope there's a couple of goals. Um, and ultimately, I hope Chelsea win. Jose will never be forgotten, I don't think, by Chelsea fans for what he did for us. Um, some Chelsea fans will feel a bit of animosity because he went to Manchester United. Um, you know, you can't stop a man um, plying his trade, um, albeit yeah. against one of our fiercest rivals. But uh, he's got work to do. Um, he has been one of us, and I, I believe he is one of us. But nevertheless, um, he will have a job to do, and he'll be in the Red Camp at the week. I, yeah. I think... He will try and park the bus to a degree. Diego Costa, of course, is the man that he's going to have to stop. I think he is the form man for Chelsea um, this season. I said before on the last podcast that Costa, for me, up till that point, has been our best player. And I still think that. I think he's been generally our best player this season. Other people might disagree. Eden Hazard could be the man if he turns it on, if he's on a going day. Um, <clears throat> that remains to be seen. We'll probably know after about 10 minutes. He might have a point to prove to Jose after some of their so-called spats. But uh, it's not all about points to prove. It's about going out and performing on the day and uh, hopefully Chelsea win it. Mm. You know, that's a really good point, actually, Carol. I wanted, wanted to talk to you about that because, uh, 
you know, I, well, I'll talk about this first. I mean, basically, you know, a lot of the players, from what we're led to believe, really fell out with Jose before he left. So, I mean, you, you played, you know, you played for Chelsea. So, is 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 it is it feasible that players actually will have a grudge to bear and they'll be they'll be really trying their hardest to to put one over on Jose? Do you think that really exists? Yes, it does exist. Of course, um, <laughs> you know, people get on with people get on with certain people, and people don't get on with other people. Um, you know, and whether or not they try to put one over, um, they might try especially hard. But it doesn't always pan out the way you you want. You know, just because you might try especially hard, other players might be having an off day, and it and it might not work. Um, Jose, of course, will be trying to um, beat the club um, that I believe he loves. I believe he believes he's a Chelsea man. Um, he'll never admit that while he's in the red camp, but um, I believe he actually thinks that. But he might have a little point to prove himself uh, to his uh, employers, Roman and, and co, um, that, you know, we should have kept him. Um, that will that will be forever. Um, he's been given two opportunities. Um, points to prove won't be decided by managers. Points to prove will be decided by players. And it's the players on the pitch that make it happen. Grudges, um, issues will all be set aside. And it's about playing well. And, it's, and, and the team that wins the game will be the one that have the most players playing well on the day. Hmm. Well, on on that basis, I I hope that uh, the players who may feel they have a point to prove to Jose are really fired up and put in a fantastic performance. Because if they do, it'll all be good for Chelsea. Um, you know, the other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, was talking about fired up players and Costa. There was a, a little bit of a well, there's rumours of a spat between him and Conte because he was kind of demanding to come off. I mean, the interesting thing, Kerry, when I, w- I was there obviously last week, and you know, I-, I myself was thinking, you know what, the game's won, take him off. I don't want him to get a yellow card. Um, but it seems that Costa was trying to do that himself, and Conte, quite rightly, in my opinion, told him where to where to go and get on with the game. I mean, you know, wh- where do you stand on that? No, I'm uh, I'm with the manager. Um, mm. You know, it's all very well if a player can't control his emotions, he can't start. <clears throat> saying I want to come off, I want to come off. It sets a very dangerous precedent. You know, next week it could be Eden Hazard, next week it could be Gary Cale, yeah. next week it could be someone else. You know, you know, players can't be dictated, oh, I want to come off, I want to come on. You know, managers are there to manage. Um, the owners wouldn't be very impressed either way. You manage the club, you manage the team, and you manage it while it's on the pitch. If yeah. uh, if Conte believed that Costa stays on, then Costa stays on and does his best. And it's up to Costa not to get another yellow card and behave himself while on that yeah. um, pitch. So, yeah. so yeah, I'm fully in Conte's corner in in that respect. Um, the other one um, is, of course, is I, I've touched on a little bit before. Diego Costa um, is our is our big hope. I do believe. You know, he's one that gets goals. He's he's got a. He's got a good goal-scoring record going this season. I don't quite know what it is in terms of goals per game, but I know he's in and around uh, the top scorer mark. And I fully believe a, a fit and not suspended Costa will be in and around the top scorers uh, in the Premier League this season. Yeah, I mean, he really looks like he's back to his best. I, I tell you what, I mean, again, you know, I'm not a man for stats normally, but I mean, he's got he's our top scorer with seven at the moment, Kerry. But the, the, I saw something flying around on Twitter the other day which was saying that he's got... Uh, the best goals per minute ratio of any strike any Chelsea striker ever, which is astonishing. If that's true, I mean, I, I can't you know validate that because I didn't really check it out. But if true, that's phenomenal. Well, isn't it? well yes, if, if if true, that is phenomenal. Um, you know, there's been some great goal scoring ratios. I think Jimmy Greaves is the best of the lot um, that I could remember. But well, yours, yours couldn't um, have been that bad, mate. It, <laughs> 
mine wasn't too bad, but Greaves's was pretty decent, and his was oh, yeah. the best as uh, as I remember in terms of goals per games. Um, but certainly goals per minute, uh, you know, uh, maybe that be the case. Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, it'll take a good one to work out goals per minutes per Jimmy Greaves and, and go far back as, as that. But you know, I suppose someone's bothered themselves to do it, and if that is the case, then uh, fair play to Diego Costa. Well, one one of the things I remember about Jimmy Greaves, who sadly I, I was too young to to see play for the club, but you know, both for England and 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 I'm pretty much any club he played for. I mean, he, he had a remarkable uh, goals per game ratio, that's for sure. You know, he was you know because I mean, one in two for a striker is always pretty good, but his was you know his was you know kind of getting down towards the one kind of point three or something like that. Phenomenal player. Correct. Um, yeah. Final final point on the kind of the, the machinations of the game. Uh, in terms of the players and the formation, really. I mean, yeah, one, no of the, one of the thing, one of the things, of course, we were talking about last on the show was how, how we were going to thump Arsenal. We all know how that worked out. But, of course, at the end of that game, we started <laughs> to play, uh, you know, I think he ad- adapted to the 3-4-3. And, uh, you know, since then, we've won a couple of games and it's looked really good. And, it, and in my opinion, it look, looks like we've got more balance and width as a result. And, as you were saying, you know, it's given Hazard, I think, a bit more license to attack directly and link up with Costa. But there is a nagging doubt that we were discussing on the fancast on Monday. And that is, well, it was Hull and Leicester. We haven't really tested this out against a decent side. So, I mean, would you agree with that? You know, obviously, I suspect he'll play for 3-4-3 on Sunday. But, you know, is there some sense in what we were saying? The only thing I would say on that respect is I've never seen a formation in a football match. Um, <laughs> I fully believe. JK, in all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft, inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> It's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, but yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I believe that players win football matches. Um, formations, people fall on formations, people fall on things. Uh, I go back to my time once again, the Beards, the Inica, um, the situation, it fell in Bobby Robson's lap. Um, you know, um, you 
you go back to various other formations, you look at the Barcelona um, tick attack of football passing, you go back further than that, you look at the total football of Cruyff and Holland, you look back at um, all different types of formations. Um, Wimbledon was successful with their long ball formation, you have to say whether you like it or not. It was the formation that worked for certain people, but I've never seen a formation win a football match. It's how people played, it's what people they had on the pitch and it's how they performed within the restraints of what's being asked by the manager. Um, I actually think um, if Chelsea's players all perform and they work and, and, and they achieve what they need to achieve, I think we'll win the game. Uh, but that, having said that, that applies to pretty much any game in the Premier League or any game anywhere. Um, you know, players performing to their maximum. If goalkeepers have an off day and referees have a bad day um, towards one side of a few poor decisions, it, 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 it sorts out an even game. And um, I, I just hope it's a, a game that's decided upon players' ability rather than perhaps refereeing decisions or goalkeeping errors or, or slips or mishaps. Mm. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. I mean, talk, talking of that, I mean, we, we should get into kind of what we think might happen in a prediction, really. But I mean, do you, do you think he'll, do you, A, do you think he'll start the same side and should he start the same side? Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, I, I've said all along, David Luiz is a good footballer, good player. JT, will he play, won't he play? Um, JT was playing great up until his injury for me um, and still got a role to play. Um, any two of the three he, he could pick. Um, it, it's I an think interesting JT, there's, there's one. A rumor, there's, sorry, Kerry, I think there's a rumour that JT might yeah. be out injured again. He might have picked up an ankle injury again, they reckon. So he might not be, he might not be well, available. It, I don't. I don't always buy into these um, injuries that key moments that players are going to have. You know, I, I hear too many times these days that you've got a niggle, you've got a, a, a bit of a slight, and things like that. And it's a convenience like to miss certain games, and uh, I hear it all over the place. And you know, so if he has, he has, and uh, I wish him all the best. But you know, I'm, I'm not so sure. Um, having said that, at, at John's age, you are susceptible to a few yeah. extra injuries that you can pick up, and your body. And certainly, John's body, who's, who's been through the through the wars, um, will be more susceptible than most one one assumes. But having known the character, and I do know the character, um, a nigger wouldn't stop him playing. So it probably, if indeed he has one, uh, it, it would probably be a little bit more serious than that. Yeah, well, obviously we don't know, but I mean, it, it, I, you know, whatever. I hope I hope JT's fit because uh, we all love him. Obviously, I mean, the interesting thing talking about JT. You know, because there is a bit of conjecture now because Louise has come in and he's kind of playing the central central defender role, the kind of the sweeper role, if you like, in this new formation. Yeah. And and I'm a big fan of Louise, I have to say. And I think you know, other than the fact, I mean, you know, he he can defend. It's an absolute fallacy to say that he can't. Of course, he can defend. But yeah. I, yeah. But I love I love the the leadership and the character and the passion that he brings to it. And I thought he did a really good uh, role organising the defence and, and chivying the team on uh, against Leicester. And I think that gets very, very underrated. But, um, you know, people now saying, oh, well, maybe JT won't come back in. You know, people saying that, uh, you know, he won't come back in because Louise is playing so well and, and is suited more suited to that, that role seem to forget that, you know, in that kind of role, you don't really need a lot of pace. And JT still got one of the best first touches of anybody, left and right foot. Without so, yeah, you know, so I, I don't think we've seen the last of JT by any measure on that score. 
No, I don't. He's an integral part of the squad, and as I say, any two out of the three could play, um, and, and possibly if, if, if decided, all three could play. Uh, with yeah. Louise doing the sweeper role, with Bunt or behind, so yeah, there, there's room for manoeuvre for Conte, and uh, it's about who he picks and uh, what he asks of uh, each and each individual. So um, we'll just wait and see. But certainly, all no, right. JT's not finished at the club. No, well, amen to that. Um, so, I mean, we should stick our necks on the line, really, and hopefully get it far more right than we did last time. But I'm going to ask you first, what do you think your prediction is then? Well, I think we'll win. Um, you know, oh. I, I said that last time, and a little bit tongue-in-cheek, you know, I, I more hope we'd win and the record we had against Arsenal and, and so on. Um, realistically, they were playing better than us. I didn't expect the scoreline or the result or the performance to be quite what it was. Um, we were poor on the day. I don't expect that at home to Manchester United with um, you know forty odd thousand Chelsea fans on on the backs of it, you know roaring the players on and and because of the, the Matthew Harding uh, situation and the return mm. of Jose Mourinho and the, the whole occasion uh, that it's going to be on Sunday, I I expect Chelsea's players to just find that extra ten percent and I think we will prove good enough. Um, I'll say again, United I do believe and Jose will try and park the bus. They'll try and stifle us. Um, certainly the, the main attacking threats that we have, Jose will know about. But it's about the players performing on the day and uh, I think he'll try and stop uh, attacking threats. But I, I think we'll find that extra 10% and we'll win by the odd goal. Mm. I, have, I t- tell you what, mate, I'm inclined to agree with you. I think, I think if we win it, and I hope we do, I think it'll be, we'll nick it by the odd goal because I think, like you, it's going to be very, very tight. You know, it's, it's a game that neither side will want to lose. I do think that Jose is going to go and part the bus. So equally, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a low-scoring draw. But I think provided that we see the hazard and the cost that we've seen in the last few games, then I think that, that we'll have enough to beat them, frankly. And I think that we can keep them out because I think that we're looking much more solid defensively. So I'm going there with the usual optimism that I do, Kerry, I have to say. <laughs> well, the way you're talking and the way I'm talking and the way we're thinking, it seems that uh, a manager's and an assistant manager's role might be in the offing because uh, we yeah, both see it very similar. Indeed, we do it for a lot less than the others do as well. I know that for a fact. <laughs> um, l- listen, mate, you know, you, you, you dropped in the, the whole um, Matthew Harding thing a minute ago and I think it, it's very important that we do talk about that because, of course, tomorrow's the anniversary... Uh, I think it's the 30th anniversary, isn't it? No, hang on, 20th anniversary. My maths were never very good, but uh, it's the anniversary of his, of his death, untimely death uh, on Saturday. And, and, you know, obviously I'm involved with the Supporters Trust and I know that uh, a, a couple of the lads there and the We Are The Shed group have got together with the club to to pay for a huge banner uh, to mark the occasion. Um, but what are, what are your thoughts on Matthew Harding? I would imagine you, you must have met him, I would have thought, and, and, and you knew him fairly yes. well. Yes. Yes, I know him quite well. I met him numerous times. Uh, Matthew was a wonderful fella. Mm. Um, proper supporter, uh, true supporter. Um, loved his Saturdays, loved going out, loved the whole day. Um, he came into money, but it didn't affect him. Um, mm. He wanted to do as well as he could for the club. Um, and, you know, I have a wonderful memory of him when I was actually playing for Millwall. Um, Chelsea's game up the north was cancelled. Um, and he turned up in the players' bar afterwards. Uh, to meet me with a couple of his friends and said that uh, couldn't get to Chelsea. Uh, well, he was on the way to getting Chelsea game called off and uh, he decided what's the next best thing and he'd come to watch me play at Millwall and uh, he was in the players' bar afterwards for a good half an hour, had a couple of points and uh, it, it was wonderful that he decided the next best thing was to come and see me play at Millwall. Um, so fair play to Matthew and uh, God bless him and his memory and uh, good luck to all his family who attend on the day and I wish them all the best. 
Yeah, no, I I echo those sentiments absolutely. And uh, as I said, I think I think the tribute that that uh, I mean, you know, I, the club have been really decent about it actually, because I know that they've gone a long way to help us out to do this. But it's it's going to look fantastic. So uh, well done to everybody involved. Now, uh, but before we wrap up, mate, I I think we also need to talk about what you're up to on Sunday because you're a very very busy boy, as I recall. You're doing a book signing in the uh, the mega store. Then you're doing a book signing at the CFC UK stall at about what midday ish, kind of midday half twelve. And then you're coming along as a, as the guest of the Chelsea Supporters Trust special general meeting in the evening, aren't you? Well, yes, and in between there's something of a, a football match called Chelsea oh, versus that, Manchester yeah. United, which I'll be attending <laughs> as well. <laughs> oh, you, you're going? Oh, great yeah. stuff! You're at the um, game then. Oh, that's good to hear. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm doing all four things. Obviously the the book um, is it's an opportunity for me to go back to the club. The club have given me the opportunity to sign or offer a sign in Pegasus. So if anyone wanted to come along, by all means, um, come along. And I'll only be too pleased to sign the book. Um, albeit if you can't get there early enough, I'll be on the CFC um, UK store um, just opposite Fulham Broadway um, for a period of time. I don't quite know what the timings are, somewhere between one and three. Um, oh, right, and I'll okay. also... Um, and I'll also sign the book. Um, and then, of course, I will be in attendance at the Supporters Trust meeting in the evening. Excellent stuff. No, I mean, I, well, I, I sh- as I said to you the other day, I shall definitely be a, at least two of those things. And, of course, the match. But uh, <laughs> hopefully I'll catch up with you at the stall and then I'll, then I'll see you at the Supporters Trust meeting, which uh, I'm, I am chairing that. So I shall have to be on my best behaviour, Kerry. So I shall be paddling light, well, you and me say. both. Yeah, you and me both, both. Dave. I'll, I'll be on my best behaviour as well, believe me. So, uh, okay, but we'll hold each other we to can, that. Uh, we can, yeah, hopefully we can uh, celebrate the fact that Chelsea have had a decent victory. Oh, well, absolutely. I, I really hope so. I do remember, uh, I didn't chair this meeting, but I do remember a Sports Trust meeting after a Man United game, funnily enough, in the same place, and we'd lost, and it was miserable, cold and raining, and everybody was very fed up, so hopefully it's the opposite to that. Um, there's one more thing uh, that I wanted to mention, actually, because you're, you're doing an event with Gary Chivers, are you not, in, uh, I think it's November the 12th? I think it's 12, 14. I'm not sure Gary approached me about doing an event in and around... Uh, I'm not quite sure. Is it Wimbledon area? I'm, I'm oh, not quite got, sure I've, where. Um, but. Yeah, I've, I've got it here, mate. It's in the Grosvenor Arms pub, which uh, I, I believe... Well, it's That's in it. Garrett Lane That's in in, uh, in Wimbledon, yeah. It's on the, on the 12th of November... Uh, and I think it costs ten quid, eight o'clock start. But that looks like a cracker, especially as uh, uh, you know you'll be with your old mucker Gary Chivers. That'll be great. Yeah, Chivers is a good lad. He knows the area well. Um, he, he, he believes that there'll be quite a few people in and around there. Um, there'll be one or two stories to be told, and you know it's a open Q and A. Um, I understand. So yeah, hopefully we'll see a few faces and have the opportunity to have a chat on the mic or off the mic. Excellent. No, that that'll be lovely. I mean, I, I've been to a few of those things myself, and they're they're great events, because like you said, it's 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 very relaxed, and you know, whilst there's an official kind of Q and A type thing, it's really you know lovely to get the opportunity to have a a kind of a face to face chat with people like yourself, and and I, I know supporters love that. So hopefully there'll be a really good turnout. But uh, I wish you all the best with that. Um, now the other thing is, Thank of course, I'll much. see you on I'll see you on the Sunday, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, of course, we'll be back next week to uh, look forward to the Southampton game, I believe. Mate, look, lovely to speak to you as always. And as I said, I'll see you on Sunday. But thanks for the day, and I'll uh, I'll look forward to next week as well. Anyway, thanks to Kerry for this brilliant, brilliant episode of the Chelsea Fancast Preview Show. Thank you, Kerry. No problem, Dave. All the best. Lovely stuff. 
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.